welcome back to the podcast. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at the letter of James. Now, we live in a world that tells us what to think day by day. Is that something a Christian should just live with? Well, James in this letter, he wants to warn us about double-mindedness, living as if we are a Christian and a non-Christian at the same time. So let's dive in and hear what he has to say. Now, this is our last Sunday evening before the summer rolls around. This year's summer will be quite different, I expect, from other summers. Izzy and I were planning to travel down to my parents before baby number two arrives. It works quite well, actually. Parents who have a house by the seaside, ideal for the summer. Good job I picked them as my parents, eh? Or maybe good job for Izzy on researching her parent-in-laws. But what we'd do if we went down to my parents would be to visit the beach. And as you make your way down to the, the road to the beach, you start to notice the shops change. They become holiday shops. There are buckets and spades, there's dinghies, and the creme de la creme of seaside treats, sticks of rock. Have you ever had a stick of rock? Other than being a dentist's nightmare on a stick, there's something else that a stick of rock has about it. And that's a word that shows its way all the way through. No matter how far you get into it, the word persists throughout it. In this case, uh, when my parents are, it will say Ramsgate all the way through. Now, we've been in James for a few weeks now, despite having a couple of weeks break. And James has been tackling the idea of double mindedness. The idea that you can be a friend of God and a friend of the world at the same time. And he's called his readers, he's called us to reject that idea. And tonight, the big question that James wants us to be thinking is... What kind of faith saves? What kind of faith saves? It's the question there in verse 14. And the answer we'll see is like that stick of rock. The kind of faith that saves is an all the way through faith. A consistent faith, not a double-minded faith. A faith that displays itself. A faith that is all the way through We saw that last time in the passage before this, that there were two people, weren't there, who walked into church. And depending on their looks, they were treated differently. It was an example of being double-minded, saying that you believed in the Lord Jesus, but not showing it. Believing one thing, but showing another. So we're going to be in verses 14 to 26 this evening. Let me read them for us. James chapter 2, verse 14 to 26. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. 
And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Well, tonight we have another scenario to think about. Just imagine the scenario that James gives us in verses 15 and 16. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? It's plain and simple, right? It's not helpful at all, is it? And so James can say just like that, faith if not accompanied by action, it's as good as that. Verse 17, faith by itself is dead. In fact, James can say something quite strong in verse 24. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Now, if you know anything about James, you might know about this verse, a verse that seems to go up against what Paul says. Paul says you're justified by faith, but James says it matters what you do. But when you pay close attention to the context and the issue that James is writing into, you'll see there's no disagreement between the two of them. In fact, James is talking about true faith, or as we've said this evening, a faith that shows all the way through. Now, as I said, summer is coming up. So if you want to think about that topic some more, well, why not use summer to help you do so? There's a number of helpful books. Here's just one that's helpful and easy to read. It's called James versus Paul by Chris Bruno. James versus Paul by Chris Bruno. So back to our question, what does an all the way through faith look like? Well, there are two points for us this evening. The first, don't be like a demon. Have a look at what James says in verse 19. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You see, demons are experts in theology. They know all there is to know about God, but they keep it at an arm's length. It doesn't show. The word comes to them, but it doesn't do anything. James is basically saying the same thing, isn't he? True saving faith shows itself. It shows itself all the way through. The idea is ludicrous, isn't it? Knowing but not doing isn't enough. If you think that knowing about God is enough to save you, well, you have to say that the demons are saved. And James doesn't pull any punches. He says that's absolutely stupid. Have a look at verse 20. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Demons hear the word. They have it all up here. But it doesn't make any difference. They do not act in light of it. Of course, we know that faith without works is useless. It's a faith that listens, yet does not do. Demons aren't saved. Don't be silly. Saving faith is like a stick of rock. It shows itself all the way through. So don't be like a demon. Instead, be like Abraham and Rahab. That's our second point. Be like Abraham and Rahab. Now we learn about Abraham in verses 21 to 24. Have a look at verse 21 with me. 
Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Abraham showed his faith by trusting God with Isaac. He put his faith into practice. He showed it was all the way through. Just consider what Abraham would have looked like if he didn't have this all the way through faith. He would have heard God's word, as verse 23 says. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend. But he wouldn't have saddled up his donkey, would he? He'd have stayed safe. He'd have kept sharp knives away from his child. He was righteous because he believed, yes. But he showed that righteousness in the way he acted. And so, really important here, he was called God's friend. Just imagine if you had a friend who said, I'll be there for you. But when the rain started to fall, they were nowhere to be seen. That's not much of a friend, is it? Friends show their colours by their actions. Same with faith. And notice what Abraham is called, verse 21. Our father, Abraham. So if we want to show family likeness to Abraham, well, we follow his faith. We hear the word and we let it affect what we do. Well, how about Rahab? Well, as the invading army of Israel was coming her way, what did she do? Verse 25. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? She heard the word and she trusted it, becoming a kind of first fruits. She had the word planted in her and it saved her and it showed itself in letting the invading army in and joining their side. Once again, just imagine what Rahab would have looked like if she had demon faith. If she didn't have an all the way through faith, she'd have heard the word that Israel was coming to town. Her heart probably would have melted with fear, but she wouldn't have welcomed those spies. She would have turned the sign round and said no vacancies. But instead, she received the word she heard and it showed all the way through. It showed into her actions. That's James's point. It's quite an easy one to get, isn't it? True saving faith shows itself. It shows itself all the way through. Not like demons, but like Abraham and Rahab. So if that's the case, what might that look like for us? I'm sure you can think of all sorts of things. Let me just work out three different life stages, though, to give us an idea. Three different big life changes. Take students. You might have someone in your family or know someone who's about to go off to university. It's a tricky time. You have to balance your grades and figure out where you can go study. Now, a Christian student may know that a good Christian union is something that it's good to have. A group of people who can keep them going, keep them in the Bible. That's belief coming through, isn't it? But which is more important? The good CU of an okay university or the good university with the poor CU? To make your decision based on the Christian union would be different, wouldn't it? That would show an all the way through faith, wouldn't it? Or let's move a few years further forward. How about where we choose to live? Now, we may be motivated by belief and therefore know that it's important for the whole of our country to hear the good news of Jesus. I mean, it's important for Hemel Hempstead to hear about Jesus. That's why we're here, right? But then the option to move comes. And what do we look at first? 
Is it the schools? Is it the type of housing? Is it the kind of neighbours we're going to have? It's easy to be motivated by belief, but driven by the world, isn't it? Or let's move forward uh, even more years, quite a few more years. What about retirement? Now, the world around us says that retirement is now time for a bit of me. And so things turn just a bit more inward. We don't share the gospel as much. We cut back how much we do at church. There are many ways that this works out, aren't there? But by the way, isn't it great when faith does show all the way through? I remember having a really bright student in YP at Spicer Street who chose to go to the not as good university because it had a stronger church and a CU than another one. That really took guts. Or when we planted here in Hemel, seeing people up sticks and move over here because of the gospel opportunities. Or seeing people who've retired stepping up and taking on more responsibility and opportunity. It's really great to see. Well, back to our question, what kind of faith saves? Well, I hope you've seen. James says here, a faith that shows itself and all the way through faith. Faith like Abraham. Faith like Rahab. Not faith like a demon. See, like a stick of rock as you go to the seaside, perhaps you'll see some soon. May it remind you of this fact. Well, hopefully that gave us some things to think about. Join us again next week. Hey, baby.